from verse 1 to 4. Let's go. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us how to pray. As John taught his disciples how to pray. And he said unto them, when ye pray, say, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and, and forgive us our sins. For we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Alright. So this is Jesus with his disciples. They came to him. They said, Master, teach us how to pray. Teach us how to pray. And he said, anytime you're going to prayer, you should say, our Father, which art in heaven. So we look at that one. So we said that the first principle in prayer is that you must be a son. Yes, must be a son. If you are not a child of God, God will not listen to your prayer. The only prayer of the sinner, the only prayer of the sinner that God will listen to is the prayer for mercy. Yes, mercy and forgiveness. Apart from that, he won't listen to any prayer. Because the Bible says that for the prayer of the sinner, so you must be a child of God to pray effectively. The Bible said that he came to that which was his own. But his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, he gave them the power to become children of God. So for your prayer to be answered, you must be a child of God. Number two, we said that 
You must know your source. Yes, you must know where you're coming from. And we've got to understand that even though we are here on earth, we are from heaven. And one day, your maker will call you. One day, you will leave this body and you meet your maker. And whatsoever you did with your body, you will account. Hallelujah. Amen. If you use your body on women, if you use your body on men, if you use your body on alcohol, if you use your body on seaweed, smoke, you will account. If you use your hands on the book, you will account. Because you are not from this earth, you are from heaven. Peter said, We are sojourners on this earth. So one day we will leave and meet our maker. Hallelujah. Amen. Give the Lord a hand. Number three, we said that the principle of praise, worship, and thanksgiving. Yeah, so when you come to God in prayer, you must come with praise, worship, and thanksgiving. You don't begin prayer by asking for things. You must thank God for what he has done, what he's doing, and what he's about to do. Hallelujah. Number four, we said that the principle of the kingdom in principle, I also are him. Amen. Amen. The Bible says that Bible says, for the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but it is righteousness, it is peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And with, and with righteousness, we said that every Christian must desire to live holy. Every Christian. You must desire to live pure. You must be clean. Your life must be straight. You must be straight before God. No crooked way. Amen. Amen. The reason why our hands are not blessed is because our hands have things you're not supposed to touch. God said, I will bless the work of your hands. So if the hand is dirty and money comes into the hand, Amen. Salon, your hand must handle things that belong to you. Hallelujah. Young man, listen to me. If the breast is not for you, don't touch it. Hallelujah. Amen. If the breast is not for you, don't touch it. Hallelujah. Amen. Ladies, listen to me. If the man's head is not your head, don't put your hand there. That is not your hand. Hallelujah. Amen. That is it. The man is somebody's husband. Don't touch him. Don't touch him. Else, what go Else, your hands has become filthy. Hallelujah. Amen. That's righteousness. Amen. Amen. We are all trying. 
Let's try things. We must separate ourselves from it. There are some things we must look at it and say, This one, I can't touch it. Once upon a time, go to the Israelites. As you go to battle, I am with you. I will fight for you. But there was a man among the Israelites called Achan. God told him the garment from Babylon. Don't touch it. But Achan, not any bread here. Now buy for no say. And when the Israelites went to war, they were defeated. Amen. It doesn't mean God is a liar. The fact that God promised you something doesn't mean so Amen. God told them, I am with you. I am with you. If you go to battle, you will win. But there was a man called Eka. Amen. And that is what is happening to our young girls of today. That is what is happening to our young guys of today. They want the latest phone. They want the latest dress. They want the latest hair. But you are not working. You are not working. If you do that. Now this is what happened to, to, to Akan. So because of that, they brought a curse to their camp. And the long and short of the story is that they were stoned to death. He and his family. And they all died. If there are certain things when you do, you bring a curse to your children. There are certain things when you do, you bring a curse to your house. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, every man here. Must make a personal commitment that your children will be proud of you. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm not saying it is easy. It is not easy. But there are some things. Yeah, so we are saying that. Number five. So we are so we are starting the preaching. The first one introduction. So this preaching. The proper preaching is coming. Number five. The principle of knowing his will. Yeah. Because he said, Thy will be done. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So this means that God has a specific will for everybody. Amen. Amen. There is a specific will of God. For my life, there's a specific will of God for your life. Hallelujah. Amen. I didn't decide to be a pastor. Hallelujah. Amen. The other day I was telling, was it Jennifer? Last week I said, listen. Jennifer. Sometimes, eh? I wish I'll not be a pastor. Because there are too many problems. Because somebody will go and misbehave. And because the person is your church member, they will say, eh, What sorry, Bano? Do you understand that? Yeah. yeah. 
But I know this is God's will for my life. To be a pastor. To be a preacher. Hallelujah. So before I came on earth, God had a will in heaven. For me. And before before you also came on earth, God has a will for you in heaven. So it is it is it is it is it is in your own interest that you must know the will of God for your life. For your life to be comfortable here on earth. When God came into the garden in Genesis chapter 3, he asked, Adam, where are you? So this means that there was a particular place that God met Adam and Eve. Hallelujah. And there is a particular place God wants you to be. There is a particular church God wants you to be. Listen, I can tell you that there are certain people in certain churches that is not where they are supposed to be. And God is speaking to you that that church, that is not where I want you to be. I keep telling people if you come here and you are not convinced that you are supposed to be here, if you go, don't come again. Because I believe that there is a place God wants you to be. If God says that remain in peace land and I'll prosper you here, if you move to East Legon, you will struggle. Hallelujah. Amen. The will of God for your life is different from the will of God for my life. The will of God for your life is different from the will of God from her life. So you must know God's will for your life and pursue it. Hallelujah. Amen. For the will of God to be fully manifested in our lives, we must be ready to set our will aside. If God is saying that I am giving you this handkerchief and you are saying I want a face towel you cannot have this handkerchief. For you to have this handkerchief, you must put the face towel aside. The face towel is your will. But God's will is that you must have handkerchief. Amen. Amen. So don't struggle with God. Don't struggle with him. And one thing you have to understand is that the will of God is not always sweet. Listen, the will of God is not always sweet. Because the Bible says that it pleased God to crush him. You know, okay, let's read then we can understand. Isaiah, Isaiah 53 from verse 9, 9 to 10. I'm talking about Jesus. He was crushed for our sins, right? Right? Okay. So Isaiah 53, 53 9 to 10. He made he had done no wrong and had never deceived anyone. But he was buried like a criminal. He was put in a rich man's grave. But it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and to cause him grief. And the Bible says, Yesu, 
So the will of God is not always nice. The will of God is not always sweet. But if you and I can go through that will, one day we shall receive a crown. Amen. Jesus, he endured the punishment. He endured the punishment of sinful men. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible said that Bible said, he kept quiet. Sometimes when you are going through the will of God, which is not pleasant, you must keep quiet and look unto God. You must keep quiet and surrender to God. You must keep quiet and say, It's not my will, but let your will be done. Amen. And Jesus said, Father, mirror, let this cup pass over me. This cup pass over me. This pain pass over Nansu. me. But not my will, but let your will be done. Amen. The will of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, we have three types of God's will. The first is called a secret will. Thank you. The secret will. Deuteronomy 29 29. Let's go. The secret things belong unto the Lord our God. But those things which are revealed belong to us and our children forever. That we may do all the words of the Lord. The secret things belong to God. There is a certain will of God that is secret, that is exclusive to God alone. Nobody knows. That is what the Bible says. The Bible says, "I has not seen, he has not heard, neither has he entered into the heart of men what God has for those who love Him." So, if you are a lover of God, the pain, the affliction, the trouble is for your own good. Amen. Amen. The secret will. The devil thought that by crucifying Jesus, that was the end. But he didn't know if Jesus died on the cross, you and I will be sitting here today. He didn't know that if we kill the master, we shall receive salvation. Amen. So there are certain things about our lives eh? you will not understand now. But 10 years from now, you will look back and you will say, I understood you. Amen. We call it a secret will. Hallelujah. Amen. One thing about the secret will is that it cannot be opposed and prevented by anybody. Hallelujah. Amen. The second one is the revealed will. The revealed will. This is revealed through his word. And it is progressive. Hallelujah. Amen. So, let's assume that. Okay, that's why you are married. I can't can use an example. Uh, young man, stand up. So, let's assume that this young man, for instance, he would want to marry. 
And nah. he wants to know the will of God concerning marriage. He must go into the scriptures and look for scriptures that talks about marriage and begin to pray with it. So you pick a scripture that says that he who finds a wife finds a good thing and receive favor from God. He will take a scripture in Genesis that says that it is no good for a man to live alone. This is the revealed will. So he will tell God, God, your will the Bible says that it is not good for me to be alone. So give me a wife. Because the revealed will. Hallelujah. Amen. The third, the third type of God's will is the permissive will. Hallelujah. Amen. The permissive will. With the permissive will, what happens is that you want a face towel. God says, get, get a handkerchief. And you say, no. I still want a face towel. I want a face towel. I want a face towel. God, face towel. God, face towel. God, face towel. Okay. Take it. That is not the original will of God for your life. So what happens is that if you go for the permissive will and you take the face towel, any problem that comes to the face towel, God will distance himself. Hallelujah. Amen. But if you go for the handkerchief, if there's a problem that comes with it, God will step in. So sometimes, if you have some issues, ask yourself, this one, where is it coming from? Hallelujah. Amen. Give the Lord a hand. So once upon a time, in 1 Samuel 8, 1 to 22, the Israelites said, Samuel, we don't want you to rule over us again. We want to be like the other nations who have kings ruling over them. Samuel, you are not a king. You are a prophet. You are always in the spirit. We want a king. We want to be like the other nations. But it was God's will that at that time a prophet must rule over his people. Hallelujah. But the people said, we want to be like the other people. And God said, okay, I'll give you a king. So Saul came, became king, and Saul dealt with them properly. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Give the Lord a hand. Number six. Number six. Number six principle in prayer. The principle of divine supply. Ah. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. There is nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with you asking for daily bread. Amen. 
Amen. He told his disciples, Give us, give us day by day, are deliberate. Every day, we must receive our daily bread. Give us, give us this day, our daily bread. Hallelujah. Amen. What does it mean? It means totally depending on God for daily supply. Amen. Amen. The child of God should should always recognize that the source of all blessing comes from heaven. Matthew 7, 7 to 11. Matthew 7, 7 to 11. Keep on asking and you receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, find. And any and everyone who knocks, the door will be open. Your you parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a, give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? Hallelujah. Amen. 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 He said, ask. And shall be given. So there's nothing wrong with you asking. Every morning you must ask. Ask God. For your daily bread. Ask. You shall be given. Seek. Seek. You shall find. Knock. Keep on knocking. Keep on praying. Keep asking God. For that hard desire. Keep asking God for that daily bread. Somebody's daily bread is healing. The Bible says healing is the bread of the children. Somebody's daily bread is a wife. Somebody's daily bread is a husband. So, Anytime you go to God in prayer, don't forget to ask. Because his word says, even you and I, who are wicked and sinful, when our children ask for bread, we don't give them a snake. Hallelujah. Amen. How about God? The one who created you and I. If you ask for bread, he will give you bread. Whatever you ask for, he will give you. Amen. Amen. But you see, the reason why sometimes God doesn't give is the intention behind the action. Why do you want a car? Why do you want a house? Why do you want a woman? Why do you want a male child, not a girl? Hallelujah. Amen. Pastor, me, I want to marry you so that they will know that me too I am beautiful. Listen, marriage is not about beauty. It's about character. Why? So if you want to marry for people to know that you are beautiful and have a bad character, you will come back. Hallelujah. Amen. Why do you want a tall man? 
pastor, me, I want a tall man so that when I cause trouble, you come and defend me. God will not answer that prayer because the Bible says that you must live at peace with your neighbors. So if you're a troublemaker and you want a tall man to defend you, God will not answer that prayer. You must learn to be at peace with your neighbors. You have to be at peace with everybody. The Bible says that Bible say, blessed are the peacemakers for they are the children of God. So if you are a child of God, you must learn to carry peace. When there is trouble, when you appear, they must say peace has arrived. What kind of woman are you? What kind of woman are you? If your husband goes to town, when he's coming home, and he's coming home, Hallelujah. Amen. Daily bread. Why are you asking for that thing? If the intention behind it is genuine pure, God will give it to you. Ah, why do you want a car? To some people, God never give you a car. Because bicycle and walk around and look around for the peggers. With a bicycle, you are humanizing with it. Okada! Who the Pema? No, my God, then over here. But if you can tell God, if you give me a car, I will bring people to church with the car. God will give you cars. See, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Anything you ask God, you must first consider the kingdom of God. Once upon a time, Hannah wanted a child. And Hannah kept praying. She kept praying. She kept praying. She prayed. And one day, the priest said, Why are you so drunk this morning? And she said, My Lord, I am not drunk. I am pouring my soul onto my maker. Then Hannah told God, God, you want uh, a prophet. Right? Give me a son. And I'll give him back to you. As a prophet. Hallelujah. Amen. So whatever you are asking for. If you don't have the church of God at heart. You can't receive it. So if you want a house. You say God give me a three bedroom house. So that I can bring other people in. People don't have a place to lay their head. I can house them. God give me money. So that when Pastor Allah wants me to pay the church. I can donate 1,000 Ghana CD. I can donate 5,000 Ghana CD. And no pay the coupon in mouth. Oh God. 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 Ah. God. Give me money. Ah, so that every week I can sponsor funerals in my hometown. That money you don't get. 
But you say God give him money so that all the small boys in the area who are not going to school, I can pay their fees. God will give you that money. So even though the Bible says, ask, you shall be given. If you ask with the wrong motive, you will not receive. Give the Lord a hand. Number seven, I have too many scriptures. Let me, let me just jump and go. Number seven. The principle of forgiveness and being forgiven. Yeah. Forgive us our sins. As we forgive those who sin against us. If you don't forgive, you know be forgiven. If you don't forgive, you know be forgiven. Ah. The Bible says that blessed are the merciful. For they shall obtain mercy. So if you forgive, God will forgive you. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So I said, if you don't forgive others their sin, God will also not forgive your sins. Unforgiveness is a sign of pride. It's a sign of pride. But if you know that you too, you can offend somebody, you should be able to forgive. Forgive. It's difficult. Forgive. You and I are Christians today because Jesus forgave us. You and I are in church today because somebody forgave us. Hallelujah. Amen. So, must learn to forgive. Hallelujah. Amen. Forgive because sometimes people do not know what they are doing. Yeah, they don't know what they are doing. They don't know. So you see Jesus on the cross. And he said, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they are doing. Hallelujah. Amen. If you forgive people, you see, forgiveness will bring healing to you. Me, I've offended you. And I've forgotten about you. And you have carried me in your heart. A big man like me. You carry me in your heart. And anytime you see me, now you're martial. You can't sleep because of me. Your BP will go up. Hallelujah. Amen. So learn to forgive. It's difficult. forgive. Amen. Amen. And somebody's asking, Pastor, how do, I, how do I forgive? How do I forgive? The first thing you can do is first see yourself as somebody who needs forgiveness from God. So if you, Salo, if you know you need forgiveness from God, if I offend you, forgive me. But if you don't forgive me, you are saying that you are perfect. You are perfect. And you don't offend anybody. Hallelujah. Amen. So forgive us our sin. As we forgive those who sin. 
against us. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So this means that in prayer, you must learn to confess your sins. Yeah, you must confess your sins. Yeah, very important. I know one scripture in the Bible that says that we should confess our sins to each other. So this means that if I go and sin, I should be able to confess to Sophocle. And I'm scared. I'm not saying he's like that though. No, he's a good man. Okay, you are not using you are a pastor, so let me let me use this. Let me use this. Let me use this. So Abia, Abia, my God, Diboni, be your baby. Maybe I've gone to sin somewhere. I should be able to confess to you. Hallelujah. Amen. But I can't. But I, I can't. I can't confess my sin. Because I know if I tell you, that you tell you, you won't discuss me. I can't catch you before. So I so 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 that particular scripture I I I, I can't fulfill I can't tell you. Hallelujah. Amen. So anytime we go to prayer, confess to God. Say Lord, I have committed this sin. No, we have two types of sins. We have the sin of omission. And have the sin of commission. Yeah. You understand that? You don't know the, you don't know it's a sin, but you've committed it. Yes. So you gotta confess. And you have the sin of commission. The sin of commission. Ah. You know. You know. You know that when they left you and the girl in the room, so much, when you, are or dying, you, know. you touched her. So you know. You know that when the man told you the wife has traveled, you went to the man's kitchen and fried chicken for him. You know that when his wife was in there, you put your breast in the man's mouth. You know that the money in the office is not for you. You stole the money. You know. The sin of commission. You know. You know. The Bible says, You know. 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 <laughs> you know, the Bible says, says to your mother and your father. You know, but you verbally abuse your mother, you verbally abuse your father. You know, you know, amen. You know. You know that the Bible says, wives, submit to your husbands. You know, you know, and you told your husband, you know, 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 you you know, 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 
Proverbs 28 verse 13 People who conceal their sins Will not prosper But if they confess and turn from them They will receive mercy Bible says Confess that sin. Confess. 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 You are a young lady. You are not married. The piano you personal to the Confess. Number eight. The principle of deliverance from evil. Ah. And deliver us. Is it, is it on the screen? Deliver us from evil. The principle of deliverance from evil. Okay. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. Ah. Deliver us from evil. Ah. Every day, when you go to God in prayer, you must ask for deliverance for your family and children. If you fail to pray for deliverance, if you fail to pray for deliverance, Satan will finish you every morning. Pray. Deliver us from evil. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 91 from verse 1 to 16. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. This is my last scripture and I'm done. 
He, he alone is my refuge and my place of safety. He is my refuge and my place of safety. God is our refuge and our place of safety. Protection is not in any idol. Protection is not in any pastor. Protection is not in any man. Protection is in God alone. Your pastor himself needs protection. Me, I need protection. So don't grant to me for protection. Let's all run to God for protection. So he said, anytime you pray, say, deliver us from evil. In this week, in this month, may God deliver us and our household from any evil in the name of Jesus. Anywhere which is wizards, ancestral powers, curses, who gather ah, with the intention to take our lives. May God deliver us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Electric shock will not kill us. Electric shock will not kill us. Electric shock ah, accident will not kill us because our trust is in God. Ah, the Bible says, For the horse and chariot is prepared, wait for the day of battle. The victory is in the name of the Lord. Victory is not in any pastor. Victory is in the name of the Lord. Victory is not in your husband. Victory. It's not in your wife. Victory is not in your boss. Victory is in the name of the Lord. Jehovah Nisi, the Lord our Victory. The Lord our victory. Hallelujah. Let's continue on. For he will rescue you from the trap and protect you from deadly disease. Ah, he will rescue us from the trap and deadly disease. See, any trap for us in this week? Ah, trap, any trap for us in this week? Any trap for our family and children in this month? May God rescue us. May he deliver us in the name of Jesus. Ah, and he said, deliver us from evil. And David said, my soul has escaped like a bed from the snare of the fowler. My soul has escaped. May your soul escape. May your children escape. Your business escape. Your marriage will escape. In the name of Jesus, your health will escape. Any sickness in your family that kills people, that sickness will not kill you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. In a certain family. Arthritis. As for you, my nose. You. A certain family. Yes, sir. Ah, a certain family. family Brother, for the migraine. Ah, minus you. In a certain family. Minus you. In a certain family. Ah, a man Amen. Amen. Ah. 
Deliver us from evil. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and the noisome pestilence. He will cover thee with his feathers. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thou. Okay. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wing thou shalt trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Ah, thou shalt not be afraid of terror by night. Ah, for the arrow that fly by day. Ah, may you escape any arrow that fly by day. May you escape any arrow that fly by day. May you escape the arrow. May you escape. You will escape the arrow. You will escape the arrow. You will escape the arrow. If the arrow is fired at you, it will fly over your roof. You will escape because of the blood. May you escape. May you escape. May you escape. Amen. Nor the pestilence that worketh in the darkness. Nor the destructive this destruction. I beg your pardon. That wasted at noonday. Let's go. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand. But it shall not come like thee. Ah, let's go. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold or see the reward of the wicked. Oh, Jesus. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil before thee. Ah, Jesus. May no evil before you. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee. Oh Jesus. Amen. May God give his angels charge over thee. Amen. To keep thee in thy hands. Ah, They shall bear thee up in thy hands. Lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon. Thou shalt trample under thy feet, because he has set his love upon me. Therefore, I will deliver him. I will set him on high, because he had known my name. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Ah, he shall call upon me, and I will answer him. Oh, may you call upon God, may he answer. I will be with him in trouble. May God be with you in trouble. May he be with you in trouble. Amen. I will deliver him. May he deliver you. Amen. And may he honor you Amen. with long life. I will Amen. satisfy you. You will not die before Amen. your time. Oh, you will not die before your time. Oh, may you see the salvation of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Accident will not take your life. Sickness will not take your life. In the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a hand. Rise to your feet. Hallelujah. Come on, you make it your prayer. 